being intentional about our kids spending that time together, it's like, doesn't matter how much money you get, doesn't matter how successful you get or where your business grows or anything. You talk to these real fucking grinders, those, those fucking boiler room dudes from the 90s and all that shit that were just 24-7, all the money in the world, the only regret they have is not spending more time with their family. And I'll never have that fucking regret. Welcome to Dope Conversations with Dave Carroll and Friends. Despite my early life being filled with trouble, mistakes, and eventually going to prison, I've been able to open up multiple seven-figure businesses and we are reshaping the landscape of how direct mail marketing works for local businesses. In this podcast, we're gonna combine business, life challenges, triumphs, and the decisions that define us. Together, we're gonna elevate your business, enrich your personal journey, or maybe just indulge in some genuine conversations with friends, industry giants, and other thought leaders that I want you to hear more from. Let's fill your cup and dive in. Here we go. Welcome back to Dope Conversations with Dave Carroll and friends. And unlike Dave, I only got two kiddos. <laughs> you got Cinco. You got five, man. And I think it's imperative to talk about parenting and business. And you might be in a unique situation because you have a lot, but... For any business owner who's got kiddos, it's a lot of balancing and responsibilities. And I don't even like the word balance anymore. But if this is your first time, my name is Rich Cardone. I'm here with Dave. And we're going to talk about parenting and business, man. So like, dude, if you can do it, we should be able to do it. (laughs) But hit us. Dude, if me, some ex-felon drug dealer and my ex-stripper wife can figure out how to raise five kids while running a couple businesses... I promise you, I try to not look at the camera this much. You can do it too. Like, I promise. The idea is like, Rich, you said this a couple of times as, we, as we've been chatting through yeah. the episodes, like life's about balance. It's no longer this like, I separate work, I separate life. I go, because entrepreneurship isn't what it was before. Yeah. It's not as common to have a business or a side hustle or a grind or a something to bring in other revenue. I mean, the days of having a job and having that be your only stream of income this was before it's too risky now. Uber Eats, DoorDash, garage sale flips, going like those apps where you can go on Amazon and Target on the clearance aisle yeah. and like buy shit and flip it on the internet. Like that shit didn't exist. Yeah. And so when you go into all these other entrepreneurial things, those can take away from your minutes that you spend with your spouse, that you spend with your kids. And so I always start off these conversations. This is one of my favorite topics in the world. Mm-hmm. And we'll get my wife on here to yeah. do an episode soon. But basically, I look at, you guys might've heard me say before, like the most important number in the world is 1440. Mm -hmm. How many minutes you have during the day that should be burnt in your brain, your allocation of your, here you heard it said in life, what's your most valuable currency? It's your time. What can you give your time to? And so when I look at parenting, I have today, as we sit here in this seat, I have a 10 year old, a seven year old, a three year old, a one and a half year old, and a four month old (laughs) right now on the same house. And it's a beautiful thing. It's as hectic as and chaotic as you can imagine. But the approach that I take with parenting is very simple. When you wake up, you have those minutes with your children, mm-hmm. depending on their age. As they're younger, you have more. As they get older, you might only have an hour or two yeah. before you go give them to the world. So the dialogue you have in the morning, what they're eating, what they're thinking, what they're going through. I saw this interview with Steph Curry and Nipsey Hussle. I am not even an avid Nipsey Hussle fan. 
me and Nipsey had a connection in another life. Uh, <laughs> I named my third son Nipsey. He's got blue eyes because he's a crip. Like I, <laughs> I take it so there will be other episodes where we'll talk about Nip, but like Nip and Steph Curry had a conversation there in the Sprinter van, and mm-hmm. they're talking about parenting. Mm-hmm. And Nipsey was talking to Steph about how like he has this dialogue with his daughter every morning when he drops her off at school. What are you going to be today? Dad, I'm going to be a leader. What does it mean to be a leader? It means I'm not going to be influenced by the actions of others, but I'm going to lead with good intention. They have this whole word track. And I took that into a practice years ago where I have this dialogue. Anyone who's talked to me in the morning before as I'm leaving my house has heard me do this where I stop my kids. I say, Adea, David, my two oldest, what are you guys going to do today? Dad, we're going to be a leader. What does it mean to be a leader? It means to, they have a word track with that. What are we going to do today? We're going to be kind to someone. We're not going to be influenced by it. We just have this discipline, this routine. In the couple minutes or hours that you have with your children before they leave for the day, you are preparing them for how to have their interactions and their relationships Mm -hmm. during the day. Then you got to go give them to the world for eight to 10 hours, Mm -hmm. depending if they have school, after school activities, whatever. And then, especially for business owners, you might get home at five, six o'clock, maybe later. And then you only have until whenever they go to sleep. So when you look at the allocation of those minutes, for me, it's so important to turn off when I get home. And we're all equally guilty of it. But I know we were talking off camera about like the exercise of like having a box for your phone. Mm -hmm. Or like I put on my man, Thomas Fields gave me this practice. Shout out, Thomas. I created one of those modes where it's called ghost recon Mm -hmm. of where it's like at 6 p.m., my shit can't get any notifications from my wife or my business partner. That's it. If you hit me, it'll go to do not disturb or whatever. Being very intentional about the relationship you have with your children as a parent. It's one thing we can get into some parenting talks or tracks or whatever, but it's like when you can intentionally realize that like one of the only things you're in control of in your life as a parent is the interactions that your children have and how they have relationships for the rest of their life. And so I think there's just these small little things that you can do for any of you like parents, close your eyes and think about the last time that you were reminded that your kid was doing something they saw you do. So like Nipsey, our three-year-old, Nipsey has this, you know, like those target bins, like the big plastic 40 gallon totes or whatever. Nipsey in the morning has a tote that he grabs and this blue blanket and he goes, sits in the tote and puts the blue blanket. He goes, I'm in my cold plunge. (laughs) Cause he sees us do it every morning. My daughter, Adea will get up with me a couple mornings and we'll do my first mile of my run. We'll do it around the block together as my warm up. And it's like, it's ingrained. It's this discipline. It's what they see. And I go back, I know I've shared, I think we have another episode about like sobriety and substances Mm -hmm. and stuff like that. But me and my wife gave up drinking. It'll be two years in April. And so like not a sip, not a thought. We didn't quit or there's no start date. That's sobriety month as well. I bet you didn't know that. I didn't know that. That's amazing, man. Anyway, it doesn't matter. But it changed my life. Everything's different. I go back to the blur that I was living in when I was drinking a couple nights a week and the recovery from it, the being off, not being at 100%. Again, we had another really exciting episode about that. Yeah. But I look at like, what were my kids seeing when we were doing that? You know, how was I acting? How was I operating? The reacting. You ever hear your kid talk to another one of your kids fucking crazy, but all you're hearing is your interaction with you and your wife and it comes out to, and you get that like sinking like, 
they're always fucking watching the way you operate, the way you are, the way you interact, the way you communicate. They're just picking all that shit up. Mm -hmm. I always looked at children like, we didn't plan on having five kids. We just like to practice. Mm -hmm. I got a vasectomy now. We're good at five. <laughs> we're shopping for sprinter vans and shit. But it's like, I always looked at having more kids as the opportunity to get it better, to be better at it, to have another like, and I swear it's fucking crazy, but I look at my 10 year old and for any of you that have like more than one kid and they've gotten to that age where like they're seven, eight, 10 in their teens, maybe older, that oldest child becomes a third parent, mm -hmm. especially in a big household full of kids when there's a bunch going on. And it's just like, I look at my daughter and her word tracks and the way that she operates. And she is not only a spit. I mean, Joe, you've met a day. Her and Barin are fucking twins. Mm. But it's like the way that they operate, that motherly nature. It brings me to tears mm. when I watch how Adea is dealing with her younger siblings, but she gets that from watching her mom. Everyone will tell you there's no 10 out of 10 parents. It flies by. It goes so fast. Success to me is being able to spend as many minutes as I want to around those kids and doing what having them. I look at people like I grew up in a family that wasn't super close knit. Yeah. Like parents divorced at five. Dad, I saw every other Wednesday and every other weekend, which we'd only see half of those times anyways. Me and my mom were always super tight until she passed. But like, I look at those tight knit families and I always was jealous of that. Those people that had like the cousins and the family and there. Think about like back to high school when you had that, like those people in yeah. high school was like someone and their cousin and they were super tight yeah. and those relationships. I was always envious of that stuff. And me and my brother now are so intentional about like our kids. He's also, he's got four. I don't think they have five on the way out. I think he's got four. <laughs> Mr. Great Uncle over here. Yeah. Wait, Griffin, Cam, Murphy, Layla, four. Uh -huh. And being intentional about our kids spending that time together. It's like, doesn't matter how much money you get, doesn't matter how successful you get or where your business grows or anything, you talk to these real fucking grinders, those fucking boiler room dudes from the 90s and all that shit that were just 24 seven, all the money in the world, the only regret they have is not spending more time with their family. And I'll never have that fucking regret, ever. Michael Keaton has this uh, pretty viral clip. It's like him, Tom Hanks, Adam Sandler. And I've seen this. It's amazing. And he's just talking about like, spend time with your kids. And it's just like, you can just tell everyone's dialed in listening to him. But what is your take on, we've talked about success in many of these conversations and what success is for you. Yeah. And you have a why and, and you have a very different life than you used to have. But at what point when those boundaries blur, how do you self-correct? Because you and I both know just because you're with your kids later and you're spending time with them doesn't mean your business brain isn't turning off. You're going to be thinking about something you just talked to this dude right next door about. You know it. So like, what do you do? I've thought about this a lot and I've spent some time having some conversations with some people who have some regrets around this and yeah. go back to it. As crazy as this sounds, nothing that happens in your business today or this week is going to matter. Like, let that sit. We get so caught up in what is going on and the reaction and the thing and the whatever, if you don't respond to that email right away, if you don't get back to that customer service support, if you don't like, yes, there are extenuating circumstances, but when you reflect back on some of the most stressful times in your business life, it don't matter. Mm -hmm. And what does matter 
is your child seeing over and over that when they wanted your attention, you're fucking around on your phone. Yeah. You're fucking, you could be sitting in the room with blues clues on, with everyone's playing, but you have to be fucking present. When you see your kids playing on their tablet and disconnecting, where the fuck do you think they get that from? Because yeah. I'll tell you where. It's you playing on your fucking phone. It's the only place they learned it. Yeah. They weren't raised to <clears throat> do this shit. And I swear to God, I'm coming from a dude that's right-handed. Look at my left pinky. It's fucking swole. It's from holding my phone. <laughs> like I am, I will have arthritis in my left hand before I die. I can, I mean, like, dude, you can literally see this shit. And again, I got a 10-year-old. I didn't figure this shit out 10 years ago. I promise you that. It's been very recently. Yeah. And I don't have regret about it because I can see that when I look at, and one thing that me and my wife do is like, I have time with one of my kids Saturday and Sunday alone. Yeah, We go somewhere. If it's running an errand, it. if it's doing a thing, if it's going for a walk, if it's something, them getting their moments alone because that's where that relationship's built. But like, ask yourself, do you know your kid's favorite color? Do you know what your kid's favorite thing to do is? Do you know your kid's favorite subject in school? And you might say you do, but when you think about those intentional minutes that you're spending with that little fucking creature that you created, you could always do more. Yeah. And the work that you put into this blurry line of like, man, I got this email. My manager hit me and needed this thing. This customer sent this spicy thing because their order was fucked up. None of that shit fucking matters. Like when it really, really comes down to it'll feel like the most important thing in the world. We've, we've been in office today. You've seen me take a call or two. We're going through, there's always a fire. Always. You signed up for that shit. In business, you signed up for a life of unsolvable problems, meaning you'll have things coming at you all day mm -hmm. that you're the end all be all the decision. There's no perfect solution to anything. But when you truly look at like the anxiety you get, the stress, the feeling like that to-do list is never done, man, it's because that's real. But when you can hold yourself accountable for being overly reactive with work at those times that you're at home, and the day after day after day of that's happening, look at your kid the next time they're playing on their tablet. Yeah, man. There's just a lot to say there because I'm super guilty of some of that myself, and I know a lot are. of us are. We all are. But one of uh, Joe and my mutual friends, Devin, one tip she gave me was super cool and it's aligned with what you're saying. For their birthdays, they're like, we're not into the big birthday parties. We're in, one of the parents is taking them to a city they've never been to. We just did it for the first time this year. Yeah, <laughs> I took my daughter to Boston. Bro a few months ago and it was like the coolest that we took our oldest to New York. Yeah. Like a month ago. And tell us about it. Dude, just the memories that are created, <laughs> those <laughs> moments that you go through, the intention with children. Mm -hmm. If I can give advice to anyone, mm -hmm. spend time creating memories. Yeah. You go back to your childhood as parents. I think we can all agree to a level that we try to parent in a way that we felt was missing in our upbringing. Literally. You try to identify the things that you didn't have and do your best job yeah. to try to provide those for your kids. And we're all guilty at times of not paying enough attention, not focusing on the right things, like all that. But it's like, if you can intentionally say, I am going to create a memory 
with my kid. Yeah. It's not about the big trip. It's not about, we talk about Disneyland at dinner the, the other yeah. night. Dude, you could have the most profound moment that your kid will remember for the rest of their life walking out of fucking Home Depot. Just that dialogue, that conversation, and being intentional about like getting in your kid's head. Me and my father, I've always looked up to my dad mm -hmm. my whole life. Mm -hmm. And a lot of it for me was like an escape from my mom, from like what we had going on at home. Because yeah. dad's was a release. I could go there, do whatever the fuck I want, you know, like whatever. <laughs> but it was like, me and my dad got so close when I was in prison because I wouldn't see him that much growing up, maybe a couple times a month. And I can't fathom that being a father now, the idea of like being a parent and not seeing my kids every day, you don't have to fucking kill me to be in that spot. But everyone's got their path. Everyone's got their journey in life. And I look at it now where it's like me and my father and the conversations we were able to have. And the, he came and saw me every weekend I was in prison, mm -hmm. every fucking weekend. Dang. We spent more time while I was locked up than we ever spent my whole life growing up. And we're closer now to this day because of it. Like I always Crazy. had way more in common with my mom, just like the type of people we always say, like we had the yeah. gene or whatever. But like, I look and I think about, and me and my dad have talked about this. We've had like some tearjerker moments about mm -hmm. this. Like, I just think it's so important to remember that like one of the regrets that every parent will have in life is they'll get older. I can't, I can't even think. My daughter could be out of our house in eight years yeah. in less time than she's been alive. And I think about like the relationship that we have and we're building and the memories and the moments and all of it where it's just like, I've said before a couple of times, I'm not big on regrets, but I will never put myself in a position to regret the time I spent with my kids. Dang. We're going to close on that, but yeah, I got to join us next time because you talked about it earlier, 1,440 minutes yeah. a day. Yeah. In the next episode, we're going to talk about your strategies for time management and prioritization, especially given what we just talked about. You got five kids, you got multiple businesses, you got to run, you got to meditate, you got to eat at some point, all of it. So join us for that one. Hit Dave up on Instagram or YouTube. Let him know what you're thinking about these episodes and especially about his parenting practices. Peace. Thank you for tuning in to Dope Conversations with me, Dave Carroll, and my incredible friends. From the depths of adversity to the peaks of success, we've journeyed through the intricate tapestry of business and life. Remember, Every challenged face is an opportunity to redefine ourselves. As we close, reflect on the insights shared and considered how you can elevate your business and your personal journey. And until next time, keep your cup full and stay dope.